This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. Goodness, it's Tuesday the 14th of February, Valentine's Day of course. And who better to talk about the romance and sometimes lack of it in travel than the travel editor of The Independent, which is Helen Coffey. Or, Helen, I would like to think of you as the um, chief romance correspondent. Is that fair? I mean, we could call me chief heartbreak correspondent. I feel like that's probably more accurate uh, to set the tone of this episode. (laughs) Oh my goodness, um, I may have stumbled into the wrong podcast. Well, let's see how we get on. Um, uh, Valentine's Day coming up, um, lots of people going away. It's possible some of them be going away for the first time together. How lovely. What's wrong, possibly, with romance on the road? Um, well, I think holidays are one of those things where they're just so fraught with things that can go wrong for new couples but also more well-established couples um i know plenty of people who their relationship was going really well and then they took a first break together and that almost was the end of them um so one thing i would advise if this is is you and you're kind of taking your your paramour away for the first time just be aware that there might be some stress points uh if you're flying, airports are always very stressful, I think, even at the best of times. Um, so make sure you've checked your luggage sizes and requirements beforehand. I had a situation with an ex where he had not Ryanair charged him 50 euros. He was grumpy for the entirety of our holiday together, so that wasn't good. Um, and then when you're there, you don't necessarily have to spend every second together, is my other point. Even if you're going away for a romantic break, if it turns out you really like kind of sitting in a lovely square having a drink for several hours and your other half actually would prefer to see every single museum and gallery in the city it is okay for you to take a bit of time apart if it means you're both going to enjoy your time you are very famously known as a terrestrial traveler you you do not fly um i presume that is a lot more romantic than traveling by air I definitely think so, yeah, because you take away a lot of the stress of the getting up super, super early to get to the airport, to kind of sit around, to find your flight's been delayed, to then, I mean, depending on what you've booked, presume for most of us, then spend time in a very, very cramped seat for several hours and then the kind of anxiety of trying to find your way from the airport into the centre of wherever you are because it's normally miles and miles out of your way. So exchange all of that for hopefully just smoothly getting onto a Eurostar possibly if you're going abroad having a lovely time on that on your way to France then probably having quite a nice connection picking up some snacks making eyes at each other over over the table if you've booked a a table seat you know it's all getting a bit racy now isn't it um 
I just, yeah, I just think the whole thing is much more romantic. So I think if you are considering a trip, maybe ditch the flights, maybe get a train so that you can really spend some quality time together and enjoy that part of your holiday. Or indeed, I imagine overnight trains could be quite romantic. I mean, no comment. <laughs> okay, um, now let, let's talk about the destination, um, particularly cities. I mean, Paris and Venice are always celebrated as being ultra romantic, but is there anything wrong with them or is there anywhere you would recommend instead? Well, I love both Paris and Venice, but what I would say is that one thing that can kind of dampen romance is there being just hugely tightly packed crowds of people everywhere you go, which depending on what time of year you're going to either of those, uh, you, you might find that to be the case and actually finding a bit of time, just the two of you, isn't that easy. So I think it's a good shout to go for less slightly less well-known or less popular places um, that are still have plenty of charm. I'm kind of thinking, you know, San Sebastian, north of Spain, very lovely, very romantic, but not quite as overcrowded. Um, somewhere a bit smaller, like uh, the lovely Slovenian capital of Ljubljana is very charming. And again, you will not be kind of jostling with people elbows out. Um, and just in you know, consider the UK itself. We often think we have to go to Europe for romance, but actually there's plenty of nice cities here. You know, how about taking a day trip to somewhere like Canterbury and then going on to Whitstable for some time by the sea? Sounds absolutely idyllic. So um, you've kind of told me about some romantic places and thank you very much indeed for that. What about less romantic places or places where things go a bit wrong on the romance front? Well, I mean, I can only speak to my own experience. I think, as with many things in life, how romantic something is is probably largely to do with who you're with, isn't it? It's not just about where you are. Um, so, I mean, I've recently had a, had a trip to Bruges, very romantic, but I was currently breaking up with someone, so not as romantic as it should have been and actually it felt like all the pretty canals and cobble streets were just mocking me um so it's important to pick the right companion but if we're just talking about destinations that sort of lack a bit of romance for me i mean i found florida i mean i know it's a whole state but it didn't scream romance to me it's obviously very good fun in lots of ways but not the most romantic destination and also because we've recently been talking uh, because of various strikes and ferry issues i don't think dover is the most romantic place uh, i think in general big port cities unless they've got lots else going on can be slightly lacking in romance and that's not to say that i don't love the good people of dover and in fact i live not far from there so i shouldn't be slagging it off well look um so if you are seeking romance then the southeastern united states and east kent perhaps aren't the places that you need to go to but any further romance travel questions you can direct squarely towards the excellent Helen Coffey, who is Chief Romance Correspondent for today only at The Independent and always and always will be Travel Editor of The Independent. Thank you very much, Helen. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.